Good evening, brothers and sisters. Welcome once again to this online service. We've been learning that uh, in this world, our spirit can be defied. We learned that uh, because of bitterness in our hearts, because of dissatisfaction, disappointment, so our spirit is defiled. And because of the influence of others, others begin to talk negatively or accuse others. So we are affected by what we heard. And as a result, many are being defiled. And we also learn that living in this world, because we are not of this world, this world has its system, has its philosophy. So this world will try to infiltrate our mind and our heart to defy our spirit. And that's why we need to guard our hearts. And also we know that the evil one is working in this world wanting to penetrate into our emotion, into our hearts, to defile our spirit so that we will be destroyed. And we thank God, God has given us, uh, Jesus has prayed for us, and he has given us his name to protect us. And by the power of the cross of Jesus, we are also uh, being sanctified. And tonight we want to look at another thing that God has given to us to protect our spirit. That is the truth, the word of truth. In John 17, verse 17, John 17, verse 17, he says, Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. Sanctify them by the truth. Sanctify our hearts, sanctify our spirit. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is true. And uh, so we, we really need the word of God and we really need to treasure the word of God, the importance of the word of God, the truth that will sanctify our heart. And a lot of times we do not treasure the word of God. We just listen. And when we get out of the service, we forget everything. And sometimes we thank God for cell group, we thank God for revision in this church so that we are reminded again of the truth. But there are people who are irritated. Uh, they think that, well, you keep talking about the same thing. We already know. Just because they heard it and they don't even understand the fullness that is in that, in that preaching, and yet they, they react in such a way because these people do not realize the importance of the Word of God to sanctify our hearts. And it, you can tell from their spirit, their, their spirit is defiled, their heart is defiled, and that's why they have this reaction. Let's look into the book of James. James 1, verse 16 to 18. Verse 16, don't be deceived, you, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. 
He chose to give us birth through the word of truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits of all He created. But whoever looks intensely into the perfect law that gives freedom and continue in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. So the, James described the Word of God as good and perfect gifts. Good and perfect gifts from a birth. That's how the Word of God is to us. I hope by understanding, by knowing that this Word is a good and perfect, complete gift from the Father to protect us, to preserve our, our sincerity of the heart that we will really treasure the preaching of the Word. We really want to want to allow that word to really work in our life. Not because we listen, but rather we, we want to carry it out so that that word fulfill its, its effectiveness, its purpose in our life. And the word also describes the, the truth as the perfect law that gives freedom. The perfect law that gives freedom. That's the word of God. So before we have the word of God, we listen to what the word has been saying. We are in bondage. We are limited by this human understanding. But now the perfect law comes in. We are set free. We begin to see that the, the, the windows of heaven is open. We begin to see into the mighty hands of God, the, the working of His power. And that set us free to explore and to, to, to new things and to do things that God desired for us to accomplish on earth. So the Word of God is the good, perfect gift, the perfect law that has given to us to set us free against the lies and deception of the evil one working in our life. So the effectiveness of this truth, yes, this, this is a perfect gift, but how come in many cases it doesn't work? It's not so effective in our life. That is, it depends on us being able to retain the truth and carry out, work out that truth in our lives. If we listen and we forget, that truth doesn't bring about any effect in our life. So that's why the word God say, you know, the perfect law that gives freedom and continue in it, not forgetting that they have heard what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed. So whether we retain the word, continue in the word, work out that word in our life, determines its effectiveness. So that word, when we lay hold of it, it begins to shape our thinking. It begins to 
cleanse our hearts, renew our heart. By the word of God, we begin to, uh, to understand God's, God's mind and God's heart and God's plan and purpose. And that word will, will, will continue to work in our life to bring forth fruits. The Bible describes bring forth first fruits. It will birth forth. And then it will continue to produce fruits in our life because it's already uh, take root in our hearts. So that's uh, how we need to look at the Word of God as good and perfect gift from heaven. And we treasure it. And we retain it. Remember it. So that we can work it through. And then secondly, our response to the Word of God determines its effectiveness. Look at the next verse, verse 19. My dear brothers and sisters, Take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. So this is in relation to the truth, the word that we receive. The Bible tells us that we are to be quick to listen. You know, there are people, before you finish the sentence, they already intercept. They're not listening to you. They just want to share what, say what they want to say. But we must be quick to listen to the word of God. Because God's way is higher than our ways. God's thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And the word of God tells us that the heart of men are so deceitful that no man can phantom. So we must understand there are so many things inside our hearts that defiles it. And the Word of God comes in to sanctify it, to set us free from all those defilements and all those bondages. And that's why we need to be quick to listen, slow to speak, meaning slow to defend yourself. Some people before, well, when they hit, heard something that is speaking about them, immediately they defend themselves. They start talking and argue. But the Bible says, slow to speak. Think it through. Receive the word. Analyze it. Process it. Before you answer. Before you defend yourself. And slow to become angry. So truth is hard to be taken in because the truth is like a mirror. The mirror shows you the things that you cannot see. It shows you your blemishes. And we don't like to see that. And that's why some people, they become angry against the messenger, the one who speaks the word of God to us. James 1 verse 23 he said, anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. So the word of God is just like a mirror. Show you what you cannot see by yourself. 
It comes through the preaching of the word. It comes through your friends, your family members who speak to you. And very often you see how we react. Quick to defend ourselves, get angry, show our tantrum, argue, justify, lies, accusing others. So we do all kinds of things instead of allowing the word of truth, that good and perfect gift, to work in our life. We resist it, we reject it, and therefore our spirit gets defiled. We become angry at that person. Our spirit is defiled. But God is the one who searches the heart. God is the one who knows the, the depravity of our hearts and He searches us using different means to bring the truth to us, the word of truth. So, so that we can see the depth of the deception that is binding us, that's keeping, keeping us in bondage. The truth comes to set us free so that it will produce righteousness. Righteousness. And thirdly, in order for the word of truth to sanctify us, it must be able to penetrate into our spirit into our inner man, dividing the soul and the spirit. And we already learned sometimes we really cannot tell whether it's demons or, or people working. But yet the spirit of truth, the word of truth is able to divide. That's how sharp and accurate the word of God is. And that's why sometimes it's difficult to receive, it's painful to receive the truth. Hebrews 4, verse 12. For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to the dividing of soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitude of the heart. The thoughts and attitude of the heart. Verse 13, nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of Him to whom we must give account. So the Word of God needs to penetrate deep into our innermost being to divide the soul and the spirit. Soul and spirit are so intertwined it's hard to tell and divide which is which. But yet the word of God is able to divide and separate so that we are sanctified. A lot of people, they act in the emotion, but they thought it's the Holy Spirit. I feel, well, yes, the Holy Spirit can cause us to feel, but is, is it you or is it the flesh? It's the, Holy Spirit, the, the word of truth is able to do that, to separate 
what is of the flesh and what is of the spirit. As we mentioned, God's thoughts are not our thoughts. God's thoughts are higher. So we allow the word of God to come in. So sanctification takes place when we do not just listen to the word, but we act upon the word. Before the word can come in, before the word can be planted into our hearts, we've got to get rid of those moral filth. Let's look at verse 21 of James 1. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent and humbly accept the word plunder in you, which can save you. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourself to what it says. So, the word of God released. It goes into our hearts. It's planted into our life, into our hearts. But for it to be able to reach there, first of all, we've got to get rid of the moral field. Moral field is not uh, necessarily an act of sin or defilement. But moral, our pride, our arrogance, stiff-necked, stubborn spirit, the accusing uh, finger and, and slander against others, bitterness, murder, despise God's authority. All these are moral field. It's not necessarily physical. It's moral field. And so a lot of people, when they look at sin, they look at something physical, something that they an act rather than the attitude, the spirit. And the word of God says, if you want that word to be planted in you, first of all, get rid of those moral filth. Because if your heart is stubborn, if your heart is so filled with pride, bitterness, the word of God just cannot penetrate. Even though the word of God is sharp, but it can't, there is resistance, opposition, so that that word is nullified. The effectiveness of that word is nullified. But God's word wants to come in to sanctify us, dividing us. So in spirit. So it says, humble, humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save you. Okay? So the word comes in, planted into us, can save us. That word must be effective. That word must be retained and work at so that it saves us, so that it brings about the result, the changes coming into our life. So it needs some working. When you plant something, you need to nurture it, you need to work at it in order to see that fruits come forth. So we need to work that word. And that's why we cannot forget a word. We have to keep repeating. We have to keep reminding ourselves of that word. We have to keep working at it until it brings forth fruits, set us free. So this is what Jesus taught. He said, sanctify them by 
your truth. Your word is truth. So in order for us to be sanctified in our spirit, in our hearts, in this world, we need the truth, which is the good and perfect gifts from heaven. I hope this evening it changed your mindset about the Word of God, about the preaching of the Word of God, about what others are telling you so that we will be attentive to hear what God is saying in our life, through our circumstances, through our friends, through the preaching of the Word. So that that Word of truth can be planted in us, producing righteousness, first fruits in our life. So that's how we protect our spirit. Right? We have the name of Jesus. We have the power of the cross. And here we have the truth to sanctify us. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for that heavenly light, that revelation that comes from you and comes from your word. And Lord, we pray that our hearts will be cleansed from all filthy moral sin, every pride, arrogance, and, and everything that comes against your word so that we can receive your perfect gifts into our life and work at it so that it begins to bring salvation, transformation into our life, producing fruits that will glorify your name. Lord, bless your people, I pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The Lord bless you. We'll see you again next week.